This week's episode of Here's I Don't Get is brought to you by Bioluminescence. Bioluminescence, the property that makes things glow in the dark. As we all know, there are lots of glow in the darks this weekend out in D.C. There are glow in the darks out there on YouTube under the name of Project Veritas. And there are glow in the darks all around you all the time trying to get you to do terrible things. So anytime you see anything that glows in the dark, be sure to run far, far away. to Here's What I Don't Get, from north to south, east to west, the only award-winning Mustang podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, best in show, Tab Burt, and with me today, second runner-up, Tim the Handlebreaker. <laughs> How's it going? Welcome back, everybody. You know, the problem with my Mustang was that uh, all the handles were broken. All the handles were broken off. They took points off. Yeah. Uh, boy, what a weekend. I, I entered my car at a car show on a whim. And on a I, whim. On a whim. And I just went up there to check out the cool cars. You wanted to hang out with other like-minded... Mustang individuals. Republicans. Yeah. Instead of going to Washington, D.C., of yeah. course. Um, and so, I we, anyway, I drove up there and I pulled up and the guy's like, are you going to uh, compete? Or are you just here to here to spectate? And I was like, uh, why? Well, I, you know, I guess I'll just spectate. He's like, oh, you, you know, it's a good looking car. You should think about competing. I'm like, well, how much is it to compete? He goes, that's ah, 20 bucks to enter. And I had $20 cash that someone had given me for something. And so I was like, well, I don't know. Kind of seems like maybe it fits. So I went ahead and entered and stood around in the hot sun for way too many hours because it took way too fucking long to do all the judging and whatnot. And I won uh, best in class for daily drivers. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, And I got a free year of a membership to the Green Country Mustang Club. No, I'm, I'm sure I'm official. I'm, I'm sure that uh, I'll get you anywhere in town. Yeah. I also got like a bag of that had like a bottle opener and some keychains, yeah, all the, some all coupons the to stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a bunch of silly stuff in there. But I had a lot of fun. I saw, saw some cool cars, talked to some interesting people, had a good time. I got a little plaque. They just printed the same plaque, though, yeah, because they had all these categories and it was just the top three in every category got the plaque. So the plaque just says, uh, top three in class class yeah not even like insert class here just, no, just class just class and not even first second third it's like that bare minimum folks <laughs> but it's still fun it's still a w yeah and for a car that when i think when i first bought it someone said are you gonna take it to car shows and i said no nah, i don't think this car will win it's not like a, a car show car i just i took it out you know to showed off the only thing about it though was so i arrived and um i didn't do a great job cleaning the glass because i knew the windows were going to be down like i had cleaned them but i there was some there was a few little issues and i also didn't clean the the convertible top because i was going to put the boot in yeah and showed off like that yeah because the boots are hard to find and i have one so you know I'm, yeah. that's what i'm putting in so i get there and I, and I decide to compete and they're like oh uh Daily driver cars, you have to put the convertible top up or they will take off points. And I was like, fuck, convertible tops all dirty because I didn't really I like I wetted it down and wiped it off, but mm -hmm. I didn't really clean it. And, you know, normally uh, when I clean it, I'll scrub it. I'll do the black dye, which doesn't really keep it black at all. And then I'll put the uh, hydrophobic compound on there. But I didn't do that this time because I was saving time and also didn't want to. But. 
still still had enough enough like I because I had polished the shit out of the paint. I the interior was all immaculate on Saturday and it looking good. It was looking good. The the wheels were polished and had that stuff that makes them look wet and the the uh water. No, it's the <laughs> it's a tire I know what you shine mean. product yeah. and cleaned up the engine bay so the engine bay was looking pretty good. Good looking car. I had a little the, my little model car of the car sitting in the car. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you had a little model tiny tiny model car sitting, sitting in on there. the model car, yeah. yeah. A micro machine. It probably helped you that they stuck you in between two uh classics. Two classics. Uh, yeah, I was between a, uh, 70 Mach one and a 69 or 68 GT. So, but the, there were different groups of judges judging different stuff. So, okay. Okay. Tim, how was your week? It was good. What did you do after that? After the car show? I'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, let's, we hung out this week. We hung out this weekend. We'll yeah. talk about it later. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot yep. of people had a lot of fun. Yeah. Some people had more fun than others, yep. but uh, a lot of fun was had and by I all. facilitated some fun for some people. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Uh, my weekends are always like an ordeal. I always feel like I need a weekend after my weekend. I, most I time, think you still need a weekend. <laughs> most of my time, my weekends are spent working. It's like I work. I'll work like the... So Friday, I had... Thursday, I had a show... Friday that was outside all fucking day, yeah. fucking miserable. Friday I had a show in the evening that was also outdoors, which I thought it was not outdoors, so that sucked. And then Saturday outdoors all day. Sunday I was finally indoors working. And then Monday I overslept and we didn't do the show. But yeah, it's like it's a more and more the weekends are filling up with other mm-hmm. stuff going on. This weekend's like that, going to be like that too. I got a show. Uh, I got a load in Thursday. I got a, well, no, I have a load in tomorrow evening, a load in Thursday evening, a show all day for all day, Friday, a load out Saturday morning and a show Sunday evening and then a show Monday all day. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is Sunday. We're, we're looking at Sunday, right? Yeah. Uh Awesome. (laughs) Uh, I got some good news. Yeah. Maybe a competing internet uh, company might be coming to my rescue. Thank God. Yeah. TGI <laughs> uh, So that's some good news. Uh, what else has been going on? Uh, not much. Everyone's staying busy. Yeah. Life's picking back up. People are ready to go outdoors and stop fucking around with their stuff the stupid rules that everybody's imposing on them. Yeah. That's, that's been pretty great seeing stuff. Did you see the Nicki Minaj news? Yes. She, uh, she tweeted She's about based, her apparently. cousin's swollen balls. <laughs> yeah. And it's just spiraled completely out of control from there. It's hilarious. Like that's, that that's already like a funny, it, that was funny to begin yeah. with. It's like, all right, that's a great meme. All right, here we are. <laughs> we we're all good with that. I, I like, like it. I, I saw someone be like swollen balls tweet will be, Twitter infamy for the next 10 years. Yeah. And then, and then it went, it went, <laughs> it went places you never would have thought. She got banned from Twitter. She got, she started, she started calling out journalists on the carpet. Yeah. It was awesome. She's got, <laughs> she's got her follow. There was a protest at the CDC of her, her uh, fans. Yeah. It's hilarious. I have no idea who she is. 
like I know I've heard the name, yeah. but I don't know what song she does. Music. Yeah. She's a rap lady, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mostly. So, so that explains it. Yeah. But it's anytime anyone asks you about Nicki Minaj, just say macaroni in a pot. Okay. You, you, and your uh, goal. I'll keep that in mind. They'll know you're in. Whenever anybody says Nicki Minaj, I'm just going to think of swollen balls. <laughs> swollen balls and macaroni in a pot. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy the speed of the internet these days. Like where nuts, where stuff comes from is just swollen nuts. <laughs> Uh, and, and she's pretty, um, she's pretty unassailable because she's like a black foreigner lady. She's like, what are you going to, you can't hit her with anything. <laughs> You're going to Larry Elder her. Yeah. And she kind of like, she, you know, she made her way to the top by like clawing her way there. Yeah. Is it, oh, is she the one that was robbed that robbed guys? Or am I thinking of someone else? I think you're thinking of, you're thinking of someone else. Okay. Uh, yeah, I for a while I thought that she was Lizzo, the fat lady. No, no. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, well, you know, you should probably get the vaccine because you're <laughs> fat as fuck. And then and then someone sent me or someone posted a picture of the Discord, and I was like, wait, that's not the fat lady. Yeah. Who's the fat lady? And they're like, the fat lady's Lizzo. I'm like, oh, so this is not the Lizzo lady. I'm like, no. And then they post a picture of Lizzo lady in a bikini, and I was like. <gasps> <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you ruin my good time with that business? Uh, speaking of ruining good times, yeah, um, these couple of pedophile Fediverse instances have popped up and are federated with PayPig.org, the Dick Show Fediverse mm-hmm. instance, and I just can't allow it. I hate pedophiles. I hate them more now than I did before. So I started a crusade against them by pretty much just going on whenever I see them in the federated timeline, just clicking reply and just writing kill yourself. And it's gotten me banned from two different uh, pedophile instances. They've got me blocked so I can't see them and they can't see me, which is really all that I wanted. That's all that you wanted. Uh, But it's so funny because they try and argue it, right? They're like, they're trying to make an argument as to why they're not mutants who should die. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're getting on there and being like, well, pedophile, pedophilia is actually completely natural up until blah, blah, blah. And they're like posting to statistics and stuff. It's like, there's not an argument. There is no amount of logic and reason that you could present me that would make me think that you shouldn't be dead. Yeah. There's, it's not, there's not an argument here. I'm not coming from a place of emotion either. This is completely scientific. You should be dead. Humanity exists. All life exists for to procreate the species, right? Yeah. So from, from single-celled organisms all the way up to complex m- m- mammals like yeah. we are, right? So one of the things that we did as humanity was create because in order to facilitate the propagation of the species was we created society. We evolved society the yeah, way yeah. some animals, you know, evolved eggs. We created a society where society naturally protects the good of children. We, you know, what are the first things that need to get off the boat? Women and children yep. first women. Cause they care for the children and children because they're the future. Yes. Right. 
So pedophiles wanting to fuck kids is against the natural yeah. order as we've created in our society through evolution. Therefore, you are something that is not human. You are some form of Cro-Magnon that does not <laughs> believe in the society as the protection of the children to propagate the species. Yeah. That's why you need to be dead. You're a mutant. I bet, I bet they're... Man, you haven't shown me any of this, and thank God. Yeah. But uh, there's no like, there's no argument. No, they think that I'm mad. I'm not mad. No. I, I'm not. I just think it's funny to tell you to kill yourself <laughs> and then watch you guys freak the fuck out about it. There, you're a broken record. You're a broken record. You know what? A great. There's a really easy way to make this stop happening. Do you know what it is, Tim? It sounds like killing themselves. Killing themselves. Yeah. Boom. Also, you could, you know, block me or stop replying, but killing yourself would be the <laughs> preferred one. Uh, it's just, it's so funny. It's funny that they think, they think that they're marginalized. I think they're like a marginalized people, the way like Native Americans are marginalized <laughs> or Asians are marginalized. Yeah. Like, oh, we're just marginalized because of our sexual preferences. I like to, no, 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 I'm, it's okay. I'm a, I'm an ethical pedophile. I only have consensual sex with kids. Kids aren't capable of consent, you fucking retard. <laughs> if, kid, if kids are capable of consent, they eat snow cones for every meal. Yeah. That's, you know, this is why society exists, is to kill people like you. And we've had, and we've created, you know... And this isn't like a morality. People are like, oh, fuck you and your Christian morality. It's not a morality thing. No. It's a purely evolutionary science issue. You are against the evolution of the human species. You seek to destroy the future generation of children. You are a threat to the propagation of our life. You must yep. be destroyed. The same way that a, a virus that actually killed 20% uh -huh. of the population. Some people think that the virus that we're dealing with right now kills one in five people in September 2121, they think it kills one in five people. Yeah. This shit's been around for two years. One in five people it's killing. Are you out of your fucking mind? If we had a virus that was actually that deadly, that would be a threat to the propagation of the species. We have to stop it. Pedophiles are a threat to the propagation of the human species. They, might, they have to be stopped. They have to be killed. That's the only way to prevent them from doing what they're going to do. I mean, un un until we've uh, found some way to give them a pill that magically stops that. We have that. I mean, it's a 7.5 gram <laughs> monolithic, monolithic copper pill that can enter their mouth going uh, 1,200 feet per second and remove all desire to have sex with children. I've got you, I'll, I've got some. We could go no. deliver some injections right now. First dose, uh, second dose. That's all you need. <laughs> Two in the chest, one in the head. You gotta get those boosters. It's been funny though. It's been really funny to see them like try and argue. Cause they will post they will post these like paragraphs long things. And I don't even read them. No. I just go into my notifications, scroll down until I see the ones that, that don't have any replies on them, and then just click the reply button and go, kill yourself, back, reply button, kill yourself, back, reply button, kill yourself, back. And it just goes on and on and on and on and on. But So if you're on the paypig.org, uh, find my profile, start scrolling through there, tell some of these pedophiles to kill themselves. It's a lot of fun.
One guy jumped in on it. He was having a good time. Nice. It's it's hard not to have a good time because that's the thing. If we were on Twitter or Facebook, Instagram, or yep. any of these, and and we started telling or Discord, and you started telling people to kill themselves because they're pedophiles because they're a threat to humanity. Uh, you would be instantly banned. Oh, and the pedophile post in Lolicon, totally all right. Yep. I've even come around on that. That that shit. If you look at Lolicon, you should kill yourself. You're, you're a looking at to naked. You. You're yeah. looking at pictures of. It's the same thing. Yeah. There's no there's no artistic merit to it, none at all. It does not exist for artistic purposes. No. It's not like it's not like uh, the baby in Halloween Six: Revenge of Michael Myers that we saw the yeah. penis of. <laughs> Yeah. They just do a long push in on this baby's dong for some reason. <laughs> it's not like that where there was some artistic merit in the film. These only exist for you to jerk off because you're a fucking threat uh-huh. to everyone around you. Your family thinks you're creepy. Everyone, everyone around you will be happier when you're dead. And the fact that the only people that jump in to defend you are other pedophiles should let you know something's fucking wrong. <laughs> <sighs> Kill all pedophiles. That includes I don't the even entire. Like, I don't even like talking about them. Yeah, that includes the entire Democratic Party and the entire Republican Party. <laughs> all these fucking transdimensional pedophile vampires, kill them. We don't need them. We don't need you in our society. Go make your own country, where no one is allowed. No, to no, enter. no, 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 no. <laughs> no the- countries. Kill yourself. That's it. Go. Uh, you know, step in front of a bus, Gus. Uh. Hang yourself, Daryl. <laughs> you know, uh, put yourself in a, drag yourself behind a car, like just start your car up, tie a rope around your neck and let it just drive itself. Set yourself on fire, blow your own brains out. You are an excess person. We don't need you. We don't need you. Whatever you do, we can find someone else to do it other than fucking <laughs> that doesn't want to fuck kids. Yeah. But anyway. Have fun. Go go uh, troll the shit out of them because because one they will it takes them a long time to get it and and two you're not gonna get punished for it like what even even if one of them did kill themselves right and the police come and they're like uh, did you you bullied sir Mr Burt you bullied uh, pedo three x seven x on the pedoverse you bullied them into killing themselves. Did you know that by posting the phrase kill yourself 500 times in a three day period that you would make this person kill themselves? Well, I didn't know that. (laughs) No, I I did not know that. (laughs) But now that you're telling me that, I got to say, great success. (laughs) And then they would give me a fucking handshake and tell me to go about my business. You're a hero, sir. Here's a badge and a gun. There's no bullets, but you get a badge and a gun. It's a, it's a wooden dummy gun. Yeah, yeah. But uh you can you can feel free to tell all the pedophiles on earth to kill themselves. Anyway, we ready to get into some issues, Tim? Yeah. What's your first issue this week? Uh here's what I don't get. Uh speaking of weirdos on the internet, uh true crime internet detectives. Uh people that wa- have watched way too much CSI, Law and Order, uh Criminal Minds. Uh, what have you, and uh, along with listen to way many uh, repeats of the Serial Podcast and whatever other true crime podcasts there are out there. Now, 
don't get me wrong. The rise of true crime media has like led to some actual discovery of, uh, unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries. Yeah. Some, I mean, as in like the ratio is way off though. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, for every, for every unsolved mysteries where they, they caught the perp. There's a vanished podcast where, uh, annoying women make it, make events about themselves and then get upset when someone says that their podcast sucks. Uh huh. Uh, well, there, there's a pretty, uh, uh, pretty popular true crime ongoing drama right now with the lady Gabby Benton, something Petito? like that. Petito. Gabby Petito. Petito. I only vaguely, I've only like barely Same. caught the outskirts of this Same, story. Because what do I care? Yeah. Uh, but some YouTuber was filming uh, themselves like I think driving or mm -hmm. driving through the woods for their own YouTube channel and they had been paying attention to the case and they saw the van that they said she was last seen in and so they sent the footage to the police and it uh, helped the police uh, find her remains yeah uh, that's fine Right. That's a, that's a, in 2021, that's a newsworthy story. Sure. A one, a one, a one post, a one, one yep. day news yep. story. Uh, but, uh, I, I, you know, I came through this through a series of links. I don't even recall how I got linked to it because I don't care about this. But, uh, um, in the comment section of these news stories where just people just be like, people were like pixel by pixel analyzing screen caps of the video and being like, look, there are her, her, her dirty shoes there in the, off in the distance. And look, this two pixel blob in the distance is the husband digging her ditch. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, don't get me wrong. I like being an internet, internet detective. Uh, but there's a difference between being an internet detective and, uh, pretending like you're a, a, a policeman yeah, and thinking that you're doing actual work. Um, I remember a few years ago, uh, on Reddit, they, it was a missing, I think it was a missing person's case, uh, they did their internet detective things and they found the person who they knew could, was the only person who could possibly be the killer. And it turns out they were and very, the very police, wrong. They, the police arrested them and turns out Reddit was very wrong. <laughs> of course they are. Uh, there, it's actually this, this, what's going on with this Gabby Petito. There's actually a thing that's called this. What do you mean? There's a there's a phrase for it. It's called missing white woman syndrome. Or sorry, it's a what is it? Yeah, missing white woman syndrome. It's this media hype deal where every couple yeah. of years they just there's a story about a white person, a white woman missing. Jamine Ramsey, Jamine Ramsey, uh, uh, Natalie Holloway, the yeah. girl that disappeared in Aruba, Casey Anthony, the yeah. lady who killed her kids, yeah. Molly Tibbetts a couple years a couple was a couple years ago in Iowa. 
Uh, and it, there's there's tons of these. Some of these I don't remember on this list. Elizabeth Smart, who was oh yeah, of course, held for nine years. Lacey Peterson, the lady mm. who was murdered by her husband, and they made yep. a bunch of uh, television movies about it. Um, yeah, there are names here that I don't even remember. Jessica Lunsford, a nine year old girl who was abducted from her home and later murdered. Her death led to more restrictive monitoring of sex offenders known as Jessica's Law. Don't remember that one. But yeah, it's it's. And it's not even all of them because they happen all the time. But every so often, it's like oh, there's, there's a, a slow there's, news media day. Yep. We got a cover for Joe Biden or something. So let's go report about Gabby Petito. Let's not talk about the China housing crisis and how it's going to yeah. affect the world economy. So it's because I remember the Natalie Holloway one. That's the one that I really remember uh, more recently. Yeah, it was like every fucking day on Fox News they were talking about they're talking about her missing in Aruba and the like suspicious boyfriend and all this stuff. And, and these cases get tried in the court of public opinion. Nancy Grace is fucking losing her mind on, yeah. on head, uh, CNN headline news uh, long before any like actual details get out. Yep. And then the, the convictions are all muddy because the water has been so muddy yep. and it doesn't, it's not, yeah, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. These people shouldn't be missing. Yeah. But it's a common enough occurrence that it shouldn't be this big media shitstorm. Uh, and I remember seeing a comment that was just like, I can't believe the police aren't giving us all the information about this case. Yeah. So we can solve it. I mean, as to a certain point, there is a there is like a mob there's there's a mob mentality yeah. that is correct, and if you put in totally, if you enough. release stuff enough into the hive, it'll like get processed back to yeah. you. That's we, why things like America's Most Wanted worked, and yes, and Unwan- unsolved, mysteries, unsolved mysteries, those things worked for that reason. But at the same time, you also can't put all of your evidence out there because some of it is going nowhere. You know, some of it some of it is completely disconnected. Sure, but also you know the stuff like the um, America's Most Wanted, unsolved mysteries. I guarantee you 90% of the calls they got on that shit were fucking psychos. Yeah. And crazy people that were like, I saw Natalie Holloway in my dream last night. And it said she was buried under Mount Rushmore with all the Nazi gold. Oh, I, uh, I had a friend of mine, right? We worked together and he's a stagehand Uh and someone robbed a, a bank or like a savings and loan or not a, uh, like a Western union or something. And so they had the video camera footage and it was a guy who's about my height who outweighs me a little bit with a big scruffy beard. Uh And my friend about my height outweighs me a little bit, big scruffy beard, Uh spinning image, spinning image in the, the news reporting. Yeah. And so, um, a friend, a friend of his that I don't know called him and was like, Hey man, um, what are you doing? What are you doing today? <laughs> and he had been working with yeah. me at the building we work at. He's like, I've been at work. Why? He's like, Oh, you know, just is that that all you've been doing? You didn't make any, you know, do anything. What are you? What are you trying to get at? Uh-huh. It's like, Well, you know, there's this uh, this thing on the news about this guy robbing, you know, blah 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 bank, and maybe it was like two or three quick trips. Uh, so you know, just you know, just seeing what was going on, and so he. You know, pulls up the news story on his phone and looks at it and he's like, oh, f- that, the fuck, that's me. <laughs> and we're like, that's you. That's you. 
Why did you? So he he went ahead and called the the hotline, Good. and he was like, he's like, hey, this is I am so and such and such a name. Um, I'm just letting you know that I thought that might have been me. So why don't you just go ahead and come down here while I'm still here, yep. and you can verify that I've been at work yeah. all day. <laughs> and the the officer was like. Yeah, we actually have your name down right now. <laughs> We're gonna come on in. So they came in and they pulled him aside into another room and they yeah. questioned him and they had they pulled a bunch of people aside and they're like, Has huh. he been here all day? Like, yeah, he got here fucking seven thirty ish, seven forty five. He's been standing right there all fucking day and he didn't rob it. And so uh they're like, Yep, yeah, okay, everything checks out, you know, we'll totally clear you. And he said, you know, just I don't wanna know names, but just you know, so that uh, out of curiosity, can will you let me know in a few days once you've got all the tips in? How many people? How many of my friends turned me in? <laughs> and there were four of them. Four of his friends called and were like, "That is totally the guy that Tad works with. It's him. It's him. I got him. I got him dead to rights. I want that fucking reward money." Yeah, they do. <laughs> oh my! Wow, wow. They ended up catching the guy. Of course, he, yeah. totally different person. But yeah, so that's why I say. There is a there is a certain amount of false sure. positives, but uh, like, but if he hadn't got ahead of that, right? If they had picked him oh, up at sure. work at, at home late that night or the next day or something, like him getting ahead of it and stops by Quick Trip on the way home. Yeah, stops by Quick Trip <laughs> on the way home. Him getting ahead of it and having them come and be and ask everyone there, like, is he been here mm-hmm. all day? That probably saved him from a from being taken into a questioning cell for fucking two and a half hours. Yeah. Um. But, like, these people that like to be the true crime want to be detectives, have, they have to have, like, you've watched enough of these shows to know that the poli- when the police put out, like, information mm-hmm. about something like this, they do it, like, spe- with, they do it specifically and with intent. Yeah. And pick and choose things. Well, that's the thing about the internet detectives is they're also a picky and choosy bunch as to what they'll investigate. Right. Yeah. Like I guarantee you all those people like me, their phone goes, Amber alert. And they're like, no, (laughs) don't care about Amber. Uh, or, you know, it's totally muted. So my phone doesn't even go off. I'm not looking for your fucking kid. I don't give a shit. It's, you know what it is? It's her dad picked her up from school and you're a crazy bitch. Who's trying to get one over in the custody battle? So fuck you. Nine times out of ten, the Amber Alert system is yeah. just some bitch calling it on her ex-husband because she's a bitch. Uh. So where are you guys on that one? Yeah. Why don't you hop right out, hack into the the traffic cams? Clackety 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 clackety. I got him. He's at the entrance of four twelve and fifty one. And it was like eight 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 or nine times out of ten, it's the spouse. Yeah. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing is that Huh, her this couple went on a trip. She disappears, he comes back and he's just fine. I don't did he come back? I thought he died too. No, he 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 ran off. Oh. Like Scott Peterson killing his wife. The Lacey Peterson story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't recall the uh, uh he killed her and then dumped her body off of his boat. And huh. then sold the boat, like all within a very short span of time. But the boat hadn't been cleaned, so they found DNA on the boat, and that's how they got him. And then he was played in a TV movie by Dean Kane. True story. Hmm. 
Dean Cain, I've seen Dean Cain as a bad guy. Yeah. That's because that's all he can do anymore. Yeah. He he did he used all his good boy points in uh, <laughs> Superman, Superman and Lois. Lewis, yeah. Yeah. A show which is back on the air, apparently. Well, I mean a, a new version of it. But it doesn't have Dean Kane or Terry Hatcher in it. No, it does not. That's not watchable. But no, uh, from- also also in that series, I think Ma and Ka- Pa Kent were both still alive. Huh. Uh, the people I that I know that have watched that say it's okay. Yeah, I doubt it. Do these guys think they're good? Did you did you ever get around to watching the Kid Detective? No, I should. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, these people think that they're like the next Encyclopedia they, Brown. Yes, and they're going to be like. It's the same. We didn't. We 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 didn't have the internet in the eighties and nineties. Uh-huh. But you know what we did have encyclopedias, psychic mediums. Yeah, that was the oh, other. Oh, I'm getting like she's in like a dark place uh-huh. and she's scared. Like, oh, <laughs> really? She's scared? No, fuck it. Hey, Simmons, <laughs> she thinks the girl's scared. Yeah, the psychic medium does. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get right on that, man. Yeah. You fucking moron. <laughs> Do you have something of hers that I can like rub on my face so that maybe I can go, oh, see, he did. He drives a car <laughs> and he likes to work on it. Oh, oh, he wow. Stellar work. Yeah. Vanessa Redgrave, you crazy bitch. <laughs> That's what it was in the 80s and 90s. Some, yeah. Somebody would come in as a, a, a medium, pretend to be a yeah. psychic medium. They throw out a bunch of weird general things like she's in, she's there's their son and it's there's open space. And then they're like, they found her body in the middle of a field. That's exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. She was there was sun in open space. Yeah. I nailed it. I nailed it with my psychic predictions. But also, she was in a dark and wet and closed space, yeah, which is we, the we, hole she was buried yeah. in. See, <laughs> it all works out. Like they just say a bunch of stuff, and then yeah. after the fact, tie it back in. Yeah. So that's what they'll do with this. They'll they'll have solved the case by uh, by pointing back to their predictions that were right and after, ignoring their yeah. predictions that were wrong and excluding the evidence that didn't fit their narrative. I will say though, like like I said. Uh, at at some point, I do get being an internet detective for things that don't fucking matter. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, someone being like, "Man, I'm I'm like I'm trying, I'm trying to, find- to find this REM sad song." Yeah. PSA PSA commercial, commercial that was on from it was in sepia tone. Child abuse. Child abuse. <laughs> the thing we both remember that right? we're because we're from a different universe. Yes, <laughs> we Mandela affected. We Mandela affected the same or, thing. Like me, my my year long my years long search of finding this fucking creepy sci fi show I watched in the library as a kid. Yeah, and I had to dig through old in librarian intranet emails. We should post that one on the Mandela Effects board because we that is truly a Mandela Effect in that they say that they never released that song for commercial use until yeah. a year, but we remember a thing before yes. then yeah. vividly, uh-huh. vividly, vividly. I know it. I know that it was weird. <laughs> in my universe. They were the Berenstein Bears, uh-huh. and it was the REM had a, a PSA about child abuse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like that shit doesn't matter. This is like a police investigation. You fucking on a murder. with someone's family too. Yeah. Like with a bunch I mean, of imagine false the, the the uh, false um, arrests from this this kind of shit. Yeah. Man. Well, the because because the other thing is that they get 
you know, so R slash white, what was it? White missing white girl yeah. syndrome. They're in there like, oh, it's this guy, it's this guy, it's this guy. All right, now everybody call the the Crime Stoppers hotline mm-hmm. and let them know. And so they're all just like, boop, 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 boop. Yeah, it's Tim the Handlebreaker. He's at he's at the Here's Where I Don't Get Studios. You got to go yeah. get him. You got to go get him right now. Yeah. And then they get 500 calls that, and they're like, well, we got to we we gotta gotta do check something it out. about we this. We got to check it out. And so they come arrest you. You don't ask for a lawyer, which you should never speak uh-huh. to cops without a lawyer. You say, I'm exercising my right to remain silent, and I'd like to be presented with legal counsel. That's the only fucking thing you say to cops. Does it make you, does it make you sound a little guilty? Yes. But you know what's going to make you sound a lot more guilty? When they put you in a fucking room by yourself for uh-huh. five hours, ask you the same questions over and over again. Shine a and, bright light in your eyes. And when you try to, because what you try, your natural instinct is to try and give you them what they want. Yeah. So you answer the question. All the all the information that you, you could, they Tim, could possibly need. where were you Saturday night? Uh, well, <sighs> I was uh, I was outside. Yeah. In a field. And then, and then they... They ask you again, and the next time you give them a little bit more detail, but then that detail contradicts the last thing uh-huh. you said. And it's like, well, well, it was in a tent. I was well, in a tent. tent. Well, I thought you were outside. Were you outside or were you in a tent? Like, well, the tent was outside. <laughs> what did you do Saturday? Well, I was at a car show. You were at a car show. I thought you went to Scott Fest. Well, yeah. I went to the car show and then I went to Scott Fest. So you, <laughs> were, that was it. You went straight from the car show. Well, no, I went. Yeah. I went home. Well, no. Then I met with. No, we went to dinner and then I went home. Why well, yeah. can't you figure out what you're doing? And you're like, oh God, I killed you. Just fucking <laughs> stop asking me questions, please, please. Yeah. <laughs> and they fucking coerced you into yeah. an, an admission and at then least they a can, plea, they, at least a plea deal yeah. and then they go like fucking case closed we caught the murderer pat uh-huh. ourselves in the back boys let's steal all his fucking money and asset <laughs> forfeiture and then go kill some minorities yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's they don't fucking care they got the little and then 25 years down the line there's some piece of evidence that shows that yeah. you weren't even in the same fucking state as this guy but you served a bunch of time and all they do is like sorry about that mm-hmm. you know Hope your butthole didn't hurt too bad from all the prison rapes. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that you're completely unemployable because you have no marketable skills from being outside the world for 25 years. <laughs> yeah. And also your uh, former felon. Even though it's been expunged from your record, everyone's still going to kind of give you the side eye. You remember in Shawshank Redemption, how, how long has it been since you've seen Shawshank? I couldn't tell you. So you remember Brooks, the old guy? Yeah. When he gets out, uh, they switch over to voiceover, his voiceover. Yeah. And he's... And he says, uh, when I went in, I had seen a car or two when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And he, then he's getting out in like the 50s. Yep. And there's cars everywhere on the street. And he can't, he just can't, can't fathom it. Yeah. It's a sad story, the story of Brooks. Yep. Yep. And Andy Dufresne, who was completely innocent. Yeah. And then they kill the kid that could have proved his innocence. And It's a great movie. All for fucking Captain Benjamin Maxwell of the USS Phoenix to come back from killing Cardassians. I like to think that uh, Shawshank Redemption was a holodeck program that Benjamin Mas- Maxwell is running on the Phoenix, where he's the warden of a prison that mm-hmm. Tim Robbins is in, yeah. since Tim Robbins is not in Star Trek. <laughs> but that guy is. Not yet. Not yet. No. He's going to die first. Not yet. Uh, the Hudsucker good- proxy is secretly Star Trek canon. Might be. <laughs> well, we know that Star Trek exists inside the world of uh, uh, different strokes. Do we? Is there a, was there a crossover yeah, thing? there was a crossover thing uh, where the Star Trek was a computer program that 
oh, that's Gary right. Coleman is running. Yes. And that he ends up accidentally transporting himself into, into. And they just kind of. And only talks to Worf. Yes. That's right. Yeah. I have seen that. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> that's a good issue, Tim. Thank you. Here's what I don't get. Not enough beer. Uh-huh. Uh, so we went to a thing called Scott Fest this weekend, which is the Scottish Highland Games. They're like the biggest Scottish Highland Games outside of Scotland. Really? Yeah. It's a, they're a big fucking deal. Um, and this ran into the same problem that we run into at every fucking outdoor festival, uh-huh. which is that they're like, how many people do you think are going to come to this? I don't know, like 90. How many kegs of beer do we need? I don't know, like 35. And then Saturday, we got there Saturday at what, like six? Yeah. And there were all they were already running out of certain beers. Yes. You know, they have first of all, there's they had a lot of problems with not enough beer at this uh-huh. festival. One, they didn't have enough areas where you could get beer. There was one main beer tent. There was there was one main tent where there was a lot of beer, and then yeah. there was a secondary tent near the field where the games were actually held that had a little bit of beer. Uh-huh. So there's already a problem. You need to at least double that. Yep. Problem number two. You need at least two main areas separated from each other so that you buy your beer at the front, you go around looking at shit, drinking your beer, and by the time you're done with your beer, you're you're at at the the other side and you're at the other beer thing. That was the other thing is both beer things were on the same side of the park. Yeah. One was like straight in 100 feet and one was to the right 100 feet. Yeah. So you're you're pretty much, once you're past that 100 foot mark, you're not getting more beer. No. So that that was a problem. It needed more and diverse, but they also had this problem of and they have this every fucking one is they'll have like three cashiers that also are pouring. Mm-hmm. It's like no 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 no. You need one person on the cashier and one person at every tap, and that yeah. way you just go like, yeah, I need two Marshalls, I need two Bud Lights, I need two three Michelobes, I need four shock tops, I need five IPAs, whatever. And there's just a person there, just like you need five. Psh, psh, because the line is forever long, yeah. and they're constantly just handing more cups. You could literally just stand there and just pour beers all day mm-hmm. from one tap, just and just turn around immediately, hand them to someone to to be served. I I guarantee you, that's how many uh, people are there. Yeah, wanting to wanting to drink. So you don't have enough bar and Dick brought this in a long time ago on the biggest problem was like a deputy bartender system where you could step around back and and help them out. You don't have the diversity of stuff and they fuck this up every time you're running out. You're running out of beers at your main beer tent at six o'clock on Saturday. Uh You have another 24 hours of festival because they had all of all of that was Saturday night. They had all of Saturday night until 11. So another five hours Mm -hmm. of that. Then they had another, I don't know. Five, six or eight hours on Sunday because they were yeah. open 10 to 6. I understand Sunday's not going to be your big drinking day, but it's definitely not going to be your big drinking day if I show up and they're like, oh, yeah, we're out of, we're out of everything except for this IPA that's terrible. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll go terrible. do something else. Yeah. And and then while we're there, same night, the main beer tent started running out of beer too. Just like, how do you guys not plan? This happens at Oktoberfest every year. So, Oktoberfest... They have Thursday night is corporate night where all the sponsors get a bunch of tickets and they give them to their employees. And that's those are the only people yeah, that go. Yeah. Then Friday night's the big opening night. I think they open later in the day. They don't, you know, they're not open all day. Saturday, they're open like all day, yep. eight to, to one. Big day. Sunday, they're open again, eight to like six or seven. And 
last year, not last year, because they didn't have it, but two years ago when I was there, I'm there Saturday and they're, they're half out of beers at all of the beer. And Oktoberfest is good in that there's right, a, I thought they did have Oktoberfest last year. Mm-mm. You sure? Yeah, it got canceled. Huh. 90% sure it got canceled because I would have gone. I think you did go. No, I went two years ago. That was not two years ago. It was ago. two years ago. Good God. <laughs> Great Scott. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they were, they do a good job of, they have like a beer thing in every tent. And mm-hmm. usually they have some of the ones that are in the same all over, but yeah. usually they're different everywhere. So it gives you a reason to really stay in motion and mm-hmm. check out all the different tents and bands. But even then, you know, you get up to it and it's like, oh yeah, this one that you've had twice now is now totally out because we're serving 40 ounce beers, mm-hmm. number one, which I don't know how many beer is in a keg, but I'm thinking a giant 40 ounce Stein <laughs> is going to be draining that keg pretty quick compared yeah. to a 16 ounce cup, which is what they're serving at, at Scott's Fest, Scott Fest. But even with that, it's just like, wow, this one, that one was really good. I wish I could have more, but I like... I'd never heard of it before today. I know it's at this beer tent and now they're out of it. They're not going to have it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What the fuck am I going to do? I guess I'll drink this. I, this nasty IPA. Cause I don't, cause the other problem is there's you, you, you fall into the sunk cost fallacy and that yes. I've stood, I stood in this fucking line when I got the IPAs for us, I had been standing in that line for 20 minutes. Yep. And then you got up there with, with the, your mug and trucking and tucking's mug. And I was like, all I've got is IPA. Like, I fuck. Fine. I guess. I guess yeah. I'll get us all IPAs because I stood here for twenty minutes. So I there's no. I don't want to stood here for twenty minutes to then go stand in that other line for twenty minutes to then also be told that yeah. they don't have any any of the good beer. Just that was part of the reason why we got in, I got into so much trouble because I was trying to like stay ahead <laughs> of the running out of beer game. If I had walked up there and then like yeah we have all the beers we got plenty of beer I've been like perfect. If the line was fast perfect. Yeah. But now they fucked me. I was two fist and beers. You had were. A, had a great time though. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a fun festival. I have not been to that one before. I had, no, I, I had no. been when I was a when I was yeah. a kid. It, they used to have it outside the Scottish Rite, which was near where uh, it's near Forty First and Sheridan. Uh, they used okay, to have it yeah. there, and I remember going there as a uh, like with my mom when I was a kid, maybe like four, five, six, somewhere in that. And I remember seeing. Eat in the paper that the Highland Games were happening this weekend. Yeah, we, we we missed all the games stuff, unfortunately. Yeah, but I had never actually gotten a chance to go again. So it was like going for the first time, which is the way I felt about going to Oktoberfest two years ago, because mm-hmm. I had been to Oktoberfest many times, but I had never been as someone who was legally able to drink. And I usually went, I usually volunteered through my German class in school to get extra credit. Yes. And also it was fun. I yeah. had fun doing it. Uh and so I would go do that once or twice per Oktoberfest, listen to the, all, all the music, see all the, have all the fun. And then I would typically be gone before like eight or nine when the like heavy partying started mm-hmm. to happen. So that was like going to Oktoberfest for the first time. And this was definitely going to Scott Fest for the first time. But it's every outdoor festival that served Mayfest, Blue Dome, uh, no matter what it is, they're always running out of some kind of beer. And you got to think that they'd be able to come up with a, uh, like a contract with the beer distributor yeah, and go at least, at least Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah. At least that, like, yeah, yeah we have 600 million kegs of Bud Light. <laughs> By the time you've had two or three of the Marshall brewing this or spotting that, or if that's all they have, if that's you're all fine. they have, 
Fucking sure. Yep. We'll just start hammering Bud yep. Light's no big deal. It's just, it's just something to hold in my hand and yes. keep drinking. Yeah. So they don't someone doesn't fill my glass full of whiskey for some reason. <laughs> uh th- it's it's just it's just infuriating because you'd think they'd come work up a deal and say, you know, give us five hundred kegs and then you buy back yeah. it whatever we have left. It's not like it's gonna go bad. They'll find somewhere to send it. Yeah. Like especially Scott Fest, right? Scott Fest is this weekend and Oktoberfest is a mu- is in a month. Uh, it's in a month. So uh, you have a month of these kegs. I don't do kegs go bad in a month. I would assume not because beer doesn't not. go bad in a bottle in my fridge in a month. So <laughs> the whole thing's just silly. It's yeah. just, it just seems, it feels like poor planning. And as a patron of a festival, it annoys me because I, I don't like standing in line for so long. I don't like the, I don't have the, uh, the choice. Like the people that got there, I don't know, was this Thursday, Friday, Saturday or Friday, Friday people, they had way more options than we did just because they had the time off. It was, we, there was, we had spotting shock top. Yep. Whatever that IPA IPA. Stella several times. Oh, and all, but the the Stella wasn't at the main, it wasn't at the front one. No, it it was at the, it was a 10 one. Yeah. So already there you, you got the, Incongruities of one of your main beers not being at one, but being at the other. Yeah, um, which I would get if again, like, because Oktoberfest has six or seven tents, and every one has a beer serving thing. Yeah. I think there's there are two tents that share one beer thing. Uh, at least that's the way it was two years ago. And there's like they're all separate, and usually it's based on like this is the Marshall Brewing beer tent, so they have the Marshall beers. And yeah, this is yeah. the Spotten beer tent. They have the Spotten beers. But then they have next to the big tent, they have which is the Linda tent. They have like three bars in there yeah. that they have. Everything. Here's all the ones we yeah. all the ones we have, and this you year. can just go get whatever you want. They also had the weird. They have their own beer or like a specialty can. Yeah, and there's a the mango one. Do you remember the mango one? Yeah. Do you do you remember that? I remember putting it in my pocket. I don't remember drinking it. Oh, no, no, no. What happened was uh, Trucking and Tugging went to go get refills mm-hmm. for us, and they were all out of Stella. Yeah. Uh, and so he got Spotten. He asked for four Spottens, uh, and he came back to the table, and uh, we poured them all in, and mine was Spotten. The other three were the mango beers. Oh. And so you you got mango beer in yours. Yeah. Refilled. I remember that. Yeah. And it then, was fine. And then and Chugging and Tugging tasted his. It goes, oh, it tastes like mango. And I taste mine. I'm like, are you fucking drunk? This is mango. <laughs> and then he goes, no, fucking try it. And so I, try, I was like, oh, no, that's mango. That's mango. Uh, and then he, he then you, you came back and he was like, uh, they put mango in your thing. And, and like, I said, that's fine. I don't that's care. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why would you have a mango? I didn't mind it. It was uh, it was drinkable. That's another weird thing. It's like, yeah, we're gonna go with the weirdest options of this stuff. You Why? know what the, you you know who the mango beer was for? Women. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I just I want as someone who like plans plans events, things. Right, yeah. I I can just I look at these types of. M- you, put, you put more plans into our 
into like making the cocktails for our movie nights. Yeah. Then these people do for a, an event that has hundreds, if not thousands of people coming over the course of a weekend. I, I do not get how you can just go. This is good enough. Yeah. I, I get it. Right. You do this year. You fuck up. You fuck like, up. Oh, Saturday yeah. night. We, we ran out of beer Saturday night. We had no beer on Sunday. We had to like call in special shit from yep. Arkansas. Or it was way more expensive than we wanted. It to yeah. Be. Yeah. And then next year you're like, all right, we're going to plan for, we're going to plan for the surge. We're going to plan to have, you know, 10 kegs left over of everything. And then what we'll do is we'll fucking raffle them off to our volunteers or something. <laughs> Sell them to the guys who do an Oktoberfest in a month. Yeah. Fucking just post them on Craigslist. Yeah. So I, you probably can't do that, but you could, you could come up with a plan. We'll sell them to back to a liquor store. Yeah. Or, or to get a, a local- liquor store to sponsor you and go like, yeah, okay, well, we will, we will front the cost of a thousand barrels of Bud Light for your event. Yeah. And if you use all thousand barrels, great. We will have 500 more on standby. If you don't use your 500, all thousand barrels, we'll buy back whatever's left at half the price you paid yep. for them. So you don't get back your whole money, no. but you charge a little bit more for the beers. And you're like, well, we'll definitely, last year we used 400 kegs of, of Bud Light. So maybe next year we'll use 800 cans of Bud Light and we'll you know sell back the last 200 at half price or whatever your fucking numbers mm-hmm. are. I got it. I got to figure I'm not the only one that can figure this shit out. Yeah. Maybe I am. Maybe that's why I, I have excelled in my field is because <laughs> I'm the only one that's thinking a couple of steps ahead of, of, and, and put more fucking bar. They're volunteers. Yeah. Like work with them to death You and get a bunch of them or, fu- or here's the thought. Fucking pay them. Fucking pay them. Yeah. Even if you pay them less than a minute. Yeah. Okay. All of our volunteers will get, get free entry to the, you will volunteer one day. Uh-huh. You get free entry on the other two days, and you get you know so such and such number of free beer tickets. Yeah. Also, next year we gotta do the VIP thing because the VIP thing came with free beer tickets, and the guys I was talking to in line they they went came with their family, so they had all their kids get VIP tickets too. Uh-huh. They got all their kids VIP t- beer tickets, all their wives beer tickets. So and I was like, you, you buy guys one are fucking killing it VIP ticket, you get one. You get four beer you tickets. You get four free beers? Yeah, for tw- for 50 bucks. 50 bucks for a VIP ticket. It was, I think per day. It was 20 it was bucks to get in. 20 yeah. to get in. So the 30 buck deficit, 30 divided by four. It's one round of beers. Yeah? Yeah. That's only, Same. yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh. Anyway, it was, it was, uh. It you was know a good was, time. You, it was still a good time, but I just logistically it, yes. it irritated me. You know what irritated me was uh, why the hell there was there was a taco truck there. That was weird. Yeah. Uh, two. I didn't find any haggis. Yeah, you were looking for it. I would have had some. Uh, I think that they figured everyone would think that was disgusting, uh-huh. except for you, just like uh, Kamala Khan. <laughs> you know what they call her haggis vag good old haggis vag <laughs> so they talk about it in the avengers tower yeah do you see i saw i saw kamala getting out of the showers after the last battle with ultron the other day boy that haggis vag sure was dangling 
Well, uh, I think we have to uh, tell you to kill yourself on the Finiverse. Uh-oh. Yeah. Is, is Kamala Khan a, a, a kid? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't. I don't read I uh, diversity yeah. comics. Yeah. That applies to DC diversity comics and also Marvel. Yeah, fucking figure your shit out. Make your festival run smoothly. Plan. Think about things before mm-hmm. they happen. Be proactive. Uh, the layout was the layout was kind of weird. The layout was very odd. The other option is okay. Let's say I can't get I can't get a thousand kegs of Bud Light. Yeah, but I can't get five hundred kegs of Bud Light and 500 kegs of Coors Light. So I just, now I just need one of each handle. Oh, we're all out of we're all out of Bud Light. Plug in a Coors Light, switch the fucking handle, clean yeah. the the tap. Uh now we're serving Coors Light out of this handle. And then me, a guy that shows up on Saturday, Friday you served all the Bud Light. Saturday I show up and I'm like, uh I guess I'll have Coors Light. Shame you guys don't have Bud Light in this Bud Light uh, <laughs> trailer you're in yeah. like, yep, yeah, we ran out yesterday. Huh? I wouldn't have known that because all the taps are working. Thank you. I, I, I'll i take two cores light, one for me and one to pour out for my homie, Stuttering John. <laughs> you know? Plan ahead. Fuck. Or just hire me and I'll plan your fucking festival. I'll there fucking figure it out. I'll, I'll look at everything. You you take all the all the documents you have for your festival and just throw them out into the air. Throw them up into the air and I'll look at them like Rain Man, right? As they come down and then when they hit the ground, I will have an answer to how, how to make your shit work this time. Anyway, well, that's my issue. Tim, do you have anything more you want to say about, about uh, not enough beer? Uh, there's not enough beer. There's not enough beer. Never enough beer. Well, uh, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for... This episode is brought to you in part by the Riqueta News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Our first news story comes to, you, comes to us from your favorite place, that is... Across the Pond. Across the God Pond. damn it. Uh, you know, uh, there's... Teens do wacky stuff, uh... All throughout history, teens have done wacky stuff. That's when that's when you do your wacky stuff. Yeah, when you're a teen, and uh, as we get older, it seems like the the younger young people get increasingly wacky, right? Wouldn't you say? Like, what I, was the wacky thing to do in the seventies when you're a teen? I don't know. I wasn't alive then. Yeah. Do you want to ask about the two thousands when I actually was a teen? <laughs> sure. What was the wacky thing to do when you, when we were teens? Uh no idea. I wasn't really into the edgy, edgy yeah, crowd. Yeah. <laughs> um, we lived a pretty sheltered childhood. Anyways, uh, well, the police over there in uh, Manchester. Uh, whoa, 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 Tim. It's Personchester now. Uh-huh. They've issued a warning to stores over there concerning a new viral trend that's hot with the teens. Uh, of course, this viral trend involves cans of baked beans. <laughs> Uh, oh, there was that milk thing that people would do when not when we it was after we were teens, where they go in and they take two gallons of milk and then and just throw them on the ground in the yeah. Uh, and that was the first time I think I see I think teens stay the same amount of wacky right yeah. And your overted window just moves through it to where you're like this is fucking hilarious <laughs> to where you're like wow this is cringish fuck yeah. and then and then I think it's on a there's a curve where 
you really hate teens when you're in your 20s and 30s, yeah, and yeah. then you hit 40, and you're just like, just fucking let him do it. Come on. <laughs> it's milk. It's milk. Uh, well, shops have been urged to look out for children buying large quantities of baked beans, uh, while parents are being encouraged to check their cupboards, because beaning, beaning is a new TikTok trend. Uh, beaning involves children smearing baked beans onto people's driveways, doors, and cars while they film it for TikTok. Is this, uh, are they emulating Tommy? You don't get that reference. I do. Okay. Uh, uh, numerous videos have been posted on, on TikTok with the hashtag, hashtag bean bandits with a Z. Uh, so yeah, kids are going around beaning things. See, this is the thing, right? Is that the news goes, a uh, new TikTok trend of kids putting beans in places. Uh-huh. A new TikTok trend of kids vandalizing their bathrooms. It's like, it's not a TikTok trend. Kids are all just assholes. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much what it comes down to. But we but TikTok's new hotness, so we get yeah. we get to blame that now. Uh like this is just egging. Yeah, egging, forking, uh, uh, mashed potatoing. Yeah, I miss the mashed potatoing. Tide craze, Tide pods. Uh, not no no not Tide pods. Take powdered Tide and go spread it in someone's lawn, and then the next time it rained, it would foam up and kill their grass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bologna on a hot day. Bologna on the car on yep. the hot day. Yeah. Yep. Kids are to- toilet papering. Kids are always yeah. fucking finding new and creative ways to break and maim shit. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do as kids. Yeah. To, uh, ba- flame bag of dog poop. Yep. Welcome to it. It's not yep. a TikTok trend. Uh, well, our next news story uh, comes. With, this this story is about something we've both uh, talked about here on the show. Uh, something that we both do not get, and that is NFTs. Nift. Nifts. Non fungible tokens. Uh, but they've still like despite like all the backlash against them. It only strike. I think that only Streisand affected them. Yeah, like it only made them more, uh, made like the people, the shitty people that buy them even more interested in them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Although I don't know if I believe any of the stories that I read. Well, like, like there's a story. Let's the one see guy- if you believe this story. Okay. The French firm Sorare. Uh, which sells football trading cards, football being soccer, of course. Mm-hmm. They're selling them as not as NFTs. So these are sports cards, NFT the- sports cards, like baseball cards, so- NFT soccer cards. They just raised six hundred eighty million dollars in funding to do this. Wow! Players can buy cards from Sorare at, at digital auctions, uh, and fans can also auction cards they own to other. Uh, collectors. So these are like my Steam cards that I get when you buy a, a game on Steam, or when I unlock when you play a, one, yeah. an achievement. Yeah, uh, they claim that 150 million dollars worth of these NFTs have been traded on their platform since January. The latest investment puts the company's value at 4.3 billion dollars. As NFTs, the cards can also be sold on other platforms such as OpenSea and Rarible. I'm glad that I now know two NFT trading programs. Uh, they say they have partnerships with more than 180 clubs. That that means teams. More than 180 football teams, 
soccer teams, sorry. And they have 600,000 registered users. 6,000 registered users? 600,000. 600,000 registered Registered users. users NFT trading platform. For digital soccer cards. Yeah. Wow. You hear, I hear this, right? Mm Mm-hmm. How? How are there 600,000 people interested in digital soccer cards? They have no lives. And and again, these are like the Steam cards you get where you can turn them into gems or something, and each one is worth... Uh, so the cards is... On Steam. Yeah, yeah on Steam. When you, uh, when you play a game, you earn cards... Each game has a certain amount of cards. Let's say 10. Mm-hmm. That's about 8 to 10 usually. You play every 30 minutes or whatever, you unlock one. But you, but you don't get all 10. You yeah. get like three or four of them. And then you can, com- if you want to, you can go onto the Steam Marketplace and be like, yeah, I would like this digital card for 8 cents. And you complete your pack. And once you've completed your set, yeah, you turn it into a badge. Okay. And a badge unlocks uh get your like profile xp uh it um you get like a you get like a background for your steam profile from the game you get like a sticker it's just a bunch of digital bullshit yeah uh Actually, the cards are actually not what's like hot anymore, though. Yeah. Within the last like year or so, they've introduced like the Steam Points shop. So if you buy a $15 game, you get 1,500 Steam Points. And you can go into the shop and you can buy, uh, you can use that on whatever you want. Uh, And they've introduced like I would say probably the most popular one, most popular category is uh, like the frame around your avatar. Mm-hmm. They've added a bunch of like animated one of those. If you look at your friends list, you'll see a bunch of their boxes moving around. I don't have any friends around. on Steam. I, I don't have any friends in the real world, so I didn't figure the digital world would should be any different. <laughs> Anyways, uh, there's some uh, weird NFT news. Uh, our last news story comes to us from Boston. Speaking of beans, it's Bean Town. <laughs> That's a nice, nicely uh, uh, book ended there. Yeah. Uh, the school districts over there say they're struggling to find enough bus drivers for all the kids going to school. It's been challenged in the last couple of years uh, as people are moving away from. Uh, blue collar work. Uh, but with all the bullshit, uh, it's been even harder to find bus drivers. Well, um, apparently students in Boston, uh, the 11th grade, specifically the 11th grade AP language and composition, uh, class at Brook charter school in Boston. Uh, they went on a field trip. And the only bus, because there's a bus shortage also, mm-hmm. along with the drivers, um, they had that was available was a party bus. 
complete with stripper pole and neon lights that they took kids to school in. They, these are kids that went on a field trip. Oh man, can you imagine in middle school like you getting? Well, on a these bus? were these guys. These we were these were eleventh graders. So oh, even oh, that's even that's, that's even, even cl- you get on the bus and there's a there's a stripper pole and you're just like, what is happening? what is happening? You are just like is the teacher getting on also or? Uh, <laughs> I need my private time. <laughs> I'm glad I brought my backpack here. I just want to put that on my lap. Goodness gracious. Uh, but yeah, they said, they said, uh, quote, this is in no way a reflection of anyone involved in planning the trip. We were just trying to have a fun day with the kids uh, and thought this was a funny incident. Uh, and then all the teachers stayed on the bus after the, afterwards. <laughs> and they pressed a button and a bunch of uh, ice ice chests popped out. And a bunch of other chests popped out. No, uh, they said that the original charter bus fell through. And when you promise hundreds of kids a fun day, yeah, you got to make it happen. Um, so they had to uh, use this party bus. It's funny. Yeah, I wonder if it costs more or less than the district bus. I don't know. I'm probably the same, right? It's just a bus. And they're not actually using any of the uh, amenities, right? But though I gotta imagine though, like eleventh graders. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you like you kick Miss Johnson off the bus and then tell the bus driver to hit it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. fucking turn the music on, God damn it! Who's the sluttiest girl in our yeah, class? She's get on the pole. Get on the pole. <laughs> I think we all know. Who I that think was. we all know who that was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this has been the Ricky the Butt Network, because there's always a piece of shit somewhere. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations, Tim. But you know, it doesn't take care of what our new charity polls for uh, juniors. They'll <laughs> uh, provide party buses for all school field trips in the uh, the future. If you want to join that charity, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes and video episodes. We have our $2 tier. We throw the random bits and bobs that we do have here and there. We have our $5 tier. We do our monthly bonus episode. Here's what I do get. where We drop the hate and talk about what's great. This month, we talked about uh, lying and mm-hmm. being live. Yeah. And then we have our $10 tier where you, the fan, submit a film. You vote on what films we watch, and we sit down and watch a financial lead commentary. This month, we watched Wishmaster 2. Yes, we because did. Because that was your wish. Uh-huh. Uh, then finally, we have our $50 Spite Producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can ask for special episodes, special new formats, special guests, special video content. Anything you want that we can fulfill, we will do our utmost to do so. Uh, next week, we're going to have a bit of a different episode. We're swapping the mini-sode and the regular episodes. The mini-sode will be two regular issues. Yes. And the regular episode will be three mini-issues. A piece. A piece. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this should be the same, about the same length, but uh, that should be a nice, fun change of pace as by request. So um, stay tuned for that. And we thank all our patrons, big and small, for supporting the show. You help make it possible. We absolutely wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for you guys um, supporting us and 
you know, helping us expand equipment and whatnot. And we really, really do appreciate it because otherwise we'd just be sitting around having the same boring conversations, but for no purpose. Anyway, uh, let's get back into some issues, Tim. What is your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. The man behind the wizard. Uh, now, I understand that the Wizard of Oz is a cultural cornerstone, but it's a movie from the goddamn 30s. Yeah. And I don't think, I think most people haven't seen it. Most people alive today. You think really? Have not seen it. I probably have to agree with you. Uh, I think I, it's just people, one of those things. Most people our age have seen it, but I think there's probably more people below us than above us. Yep. Uh, and I'm plus internationally. Yeah. You know. Um, but people are aware that it's a thing. Yeah. You can, people can name things from the wizard of Oz. It's, mm-hmm. it's just been ingrained into part of our, uh, cultural, uh, language and knowledge. Right. People know the Tin Man, the Scarecrow, the Cowardly Lion. No place like home. No place like home. Uh, the slippers. Um, but here, spoilers for Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was mad that I spoiled something last, last. So I spoiled something old last week. Yeah. Uh, a game or something. I, oh, yeah. God, I spoiled God of War. The old. Yes. I spoiled God of War last week. Yeah. Whatever. Talking about Thor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but, uh, so if you haven't seen the wizard of Oz, uh, Dorothy the, gets to go home at the end of the movie, Dorothy gets to go home, uh, after she meets the wizard, right? The whole, the whole thing is they're going to meet the wizard of Oz. He's this yeah. all powerful wizard mm-hmm. and he'll, he'll grant them, uh, he'll grant them each their one wish, right? Uh, scare well, no, 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 it's not, no, it's not that it's that they, the people advise that he'll be able to help them. The good yes. witch of the north tells Dorothy that the wizard the will wizard be able to help, help him, and she help. keeps leading on people into her raiding party to sure, kill sure. another the sister of the woman she killed uh-huh. upon arrival. Yeah, that's the modern interpretation of that. Yeah. Uh, but so the you know the story they're going there to get what they each want. Mm-hmm. She wants to go home. Scarecrow wants a brain. A brain. The Tin Man wants a heart. a heart. Cowardly Lion wants courage. Yeah. Um. They get there and they find out that the wizard is just a dude. Yeah. It's all smoke and mirrors. And the whole time the wizard has just been a dude. Specifically, I never saw the prequel, but it was, um, uh, what's his face? It's the, the fortune teller that she runs across before she runs to go back home when she's trying to run away. Yes, but I mean, they actually made a prequel, The Great and Powerful Oz. Yeah. And he was played by Willem Dafoe. No. Uh, Seth Rogen's buddy. Seth Rogen's buddy. Yeah. The Green Goblin too. The Green Goblin too. Um, Harry Osborn. Um, still can't think of his name. <laughs> yeah. Just <Good>. keep going. <laughs> um, anyways, it's just a dude. And I'm tired of seeing uh, like impersonal personalities on the internet i'm tired of seeing the man behind the wizard mm. i never want to see the man behind the wizard there is no man behind the wizard there's just a wizard yeah anything else breaks all sense of um 
it, it breaks the illusion. It breaks any sense I have of like, oh, well, in fucking three years, this person's going to be telling me who to vote for. Yeah. Um, and I'm tired of it. Yeah. Uh, this so what w- you're saying is I should have just kept the Mad Cucks character up forever and then killed myself. No. Oh. No. It's kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> so to me, it was what this was, was it wasn't even a big deal. It was recently, it was the, whoever runs because like sometimes, right? Like it, like it, it's a joke, funny movie quote, Twitter account. Oh, we'll yeah. say well, sometimes in the bio, it will like from the beginning, it will always have said run by at Matt Carter. And you click on Matt Carter and he's like, Oh, I'm a funny man for yeah. Newsweek. Right. <clears throat> and I don't mind that. Right. That's, that's been up. But then you got, you've got people, what this came from was the, the, whoever runs the, am I the asshole subreddit Twitter account? Yeah. Who posts the best of yeah. that, uh, subreddit to me. I just want the feed. Yeah. Right. And I don't want the man. I don't want the man. I, I just want the feed. Just the idea. I just want, I don't want, I want, I want yeah. Batman, not Bruce Wayne. Yes. I don't need, but even then, right. I don't need like the, the post being like, you guys have really been swapping me with this one particular one. That's real nasty. And I don't know if I should post it or not. Uh, but like they posted whoever they are. We're like, I just came back from my vacation and I'm feeling real, real sad because the whole time I was on vacation, I was thinking about the obligation I have to post to this thing and I was like, I don't need to see any of the, I, you're not a yeah, person. Yeah. You're not, you're, you're, if your feed stopped showing up, I probably wouldn't notice. Yeah. For six months. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't notice for a while. And then I would think, huh, that funny. Cause this has happened before. Like shitty movie tweets, uh, yeah. uh, was a, was one I followed. I loved it. And a couple months in, you know, I was like, I haven't seen one of shitty movie tweets, uh, things in a while did they delete the account and i go no oh they just haven't posted in five months yeah i guess they're done no big deal it used to be one a day i guess they're done yeah uh there was one that was it was star trek design on instagram Mm -hmm. and the guy would go and find the actual like contemporary interior design piece that they used to be a prop in star trek for instance like they have these these like futuristic chairs they're always some like uh, Scandinavian the something weird German that was it was goofy enough that uh-huh. they thought it looked futuristic or a lot of it was glassware which I was very interested in because the glassware sometimes it would be oh Riker is drinking out of a candle holder in this scene yeah but it looked cool and so they put a little colored liquid in it uh-huh. and they pretended it was or this bottle of this art bottle was they used to make you know Canara or Sarian brandy yeah. whatever. And it was an interesting Twitter account. I liked it a lot. These are the tables. These are the chairs, et cetera, et cetera. These are the wall decorations. And then one day, the guy posts, I don't know if anybody's interested in an Ask Me Anything, but Ask Me Anything, I'll tell you. And then he went on this whole tirade about how Star Trek isn't for right-wingers, and if you don't believe the trans people are, then you should unfollow the account and blah, blah, blah. And just it went went immediately political, and it went... 
so hard far left and not just that I'm hard far left, but I'm hard far left. And also you can't be a, you can't be a Star Trek fan if you don't also agree yeah. with me. And I thought the content is interesting and I like finding out about, out about the glassware. Cause ideally I would love to have all of this glassware on my bar to serve drinks out of yeah. just for the novelty of yes. it. But I absolutely cannot fucking stand you as a human being. So what I that should that- have been was an ask me anything. And you'd be like, Oh man, uh, I have a. I mean, send me, can I send you a screen cap of uh, this episode of TNG that I, you haven't posted about before? Yeah. And this awesome looking glass that I that Worf is holding. Yeah. Can you look into that, please? Can you find me Worf's chair? Yeah. <laughs> find me Worf's chair. I will pay you a commission. Yes. Uh, yeah. It was. It was frustrating, and I could have just fi- I could have filed that account forever. Even yep. if I never bought a glass, yeah, based it's just kind of it. cool. Just, it's it was neat stuff, and I I also being in theater and and interested in props and how they work. I like the way that that show has such a unique design and the way that they reuse props. Yeah, but to think that they didn't go well, we have to design all these futuristic chairs. They just went, what Scandinavian German hoichy doichy thing had a has a goofy chair that we can throw in here and well, let it be the, in in Worf's quarters? Well, that's the thing, right? Because uh, <laughs> it was right. So yet, yeah, was he? Would he post stuff from TOS? He posted from all over so, Star Trek. Yeah. So TOS was in the middle of like the fucking wacky furniture. Yeah. Mod era. Mod era. Yeah. And then you've got TNG, which is just post post eighties. Right. So the stuff from the seventies was out of vogue in the eighties, 25 years. Everything comes back. Yeah. So you got the weird, wacky, kitschy, uh, eighties shit, uh, that they, they can now find and use. Yeah. Cause it's coming back. Like one of the things I really want is I really want to rack the Geno mug from, Deep Space Nine, mm-hmm. which is this very, it's a, a very narrow uh, mouth, but a wide flared bottom. And they used to make thermoses like them, but I want the rag, I want the one they used in uh, Deep Space Nine yeah. because it's ceramic mm-hmm. and I prefer to drink coffee out of a ceramic vessel, but I would also love to drink out of a Rack the Geno mug. <laughs> I could be like, this is my Rack the Geno, which is Klingon coffee. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't care about your personal life. Yeah. I just want to see... I just want to see your videos about your highly specified autism breaking down this kind of stuff. I don't, I don't care about you as a person. We're not friends. (laughs) If you want to start a channel, this is about as far as I like that. I'm at Matt Ward on Twitter and you go follow him. I like, I like random movie quotes. Let me go follow Matt Ward. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with you having a video on your channel or in your description, all your videos, like check out my videos about me as a human, my actual stuff on yeah. YouTube at YouTube slash Matt Ward, whatever the name is, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But I, as me as a consumer, I don't really want to know that. I don't really want to know what Jay and Mike and Rich do when they're not doing best of the worst. Yeah. Me I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, if they released a short film or something they made, I'd, I'd watch it and go, oh, neat. Yes. This is what they were working on between uh-huh. best of the worsts. All right. But it's that's like 
that's tangentially related to what they yeah. already do. I don't need to know like who Jay is dating or who Rich is dating or who Mike is dating and what. That seems care. to be a lot of what those. That's a lot of the weird discussion. Idiot, yeah. idiots, uh, really like to. Be. I don't want any of that. I just yeah. want to watch their content and think that they're funny guys that I would like to hang out with and talk to Mike about Star Trek. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Am I going to do anything to pursue talking to Mike about Star Trek? No. Not at all. Nope. Although I, I think I did tweet at them when when Shatner was kicking them was mm-hmm. kicking them down. I was like, "You guys come on my podcast." <laughs> but I figured that would just get lost in the, yeah, in the yeah. sway. Yeah. Uh, it it's it's the it's the whole separating the art from the artist, mm-hmm. where I you as a viewer can't do it but also the artist the artist can't do it they can't separate that they have they want they need that recognition yeah and that's something that uh me personally i don't i've never cared as much about because of what i do naturally Yeah. yeah i put in hours and hours of work that when you come see a show you have no fucking idea to you, it's just Anonymous. like I can hear, I can hear those people singing and dan- see them dancing. Yeah. This is nice, and and you maybe you look at the the uh, program and on your way to see the person you actually came to see, you see Tab Burton and you, you know sound designer Tab Burton. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's there's the my friend that I there's came the to person see I the came show. to see in the show. Let yeah. me read their bio. Was it uh-huh. Tab Burton? Uh, T B U G J. Ah, there they are. Tim the Handlebreaker. Interesting. Okay, I'm going to read their bio, even though I already, already know, know who them. they are. <laughs> you know, I, if someone if someone comes up to the booth after the show and says, the show sounded great, that's a huge win for me. Yeah. But also, if someone, if nobody comes to the booth and says anything to me, also a huge win. Because nothing went wrong. <laughs> now, what's a huge loss when someone comes up to me in intermission and goes, it's too fucking loud. And the loss is my temper because I want to kill uh-huh. Yeah, I... I wish I wish more people got that that they are not interesting. <laughs> you you have yeah. a very there's there's a YouTube channel I watch called Junk Ball Transmission mm-hmm. and he does really hyper autistic breakdowns of Star Trek ships. Yeah. And he's the one that I like the best because there's another one called Trek Yards and they're too filleting and they also are they're just nerds. They're just nerds, the highest order. Mm. And this guy's actually have a little bit of like cleverness and jokes. Yeah. And some of the jokes are a little worn out having watched a bunch of his stuff, but I keep watching him. I, I don't know what he looks like. I don't fucking care to know what he looks because they're it's all narrated videos. Yes. Yeah. I don't care what he looks like. I don't care about his dog. I don't care. You know, you put out a video of a new ship that you're going to autistically break down. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And then I might watch some of your old ones that I like again. And then I'm going to not think about you for months until you release another video. Cause I don't care. Yeah. Even, even videos where the person is on screen. Yeah. Uh, well, the red letter media. That's a great example. Of yeah. It. Right. Uh, they, sometimes they'll do like, oh, here's a best and the worst and a half in the bag and a, a taught and a, what is it? Um, Review, review and yeah. a Mike and Jay talk about, and then some little sketch thing that they've done, and it's just like bam, bam, bam. It's great, and you can't keep up yeah. with it. And then it'll be three months of fuck all. Yep. And I just like, oh, don't care. Yeah. They, I mean, they must have day jobs. They probably do stuff. 
Yeah. Or, or even, even if this is their day job, it takes time to edit. And yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, they have a Patreon, so they make money from that. I'm mm-hmm. sure they make money from YouTube ads and I don't think they do sponsors, but they're obviously making enough to yeah. keep doing their YouTube stuff. So, you know, I'm, I, I'm not, they, I don't, I'm not, they're not beholden to me to give me content. Yeah. There's so many YouTubers and stuff. They think that they have to be on this release schedule. Yes. And when they get off it, they think they have to do something about uh-huh. it. Now that's, that's, that is true. If you're on a With weekly. With the algorithm. Yeah. If you're on a weekly release schedule for a Godzilla podcast, you have to release an episode every week. Cause uh-huh. if you don't, you're a failure and everyone should boo you because yeah. you're a pathetic loser man child. Right. But for the most part, if you missed a week, if it's like, oh, yeah, sorry, we're not going to do uh, Digital Artists React because, you know, we decided to send the, everybody on the company. We went on a big cruise. I'd be like, hey, that's neat. Yeah. Okay. No no content from your channel for a week. But they think that if they don't do any content for a week, they'll they'll just disappear from the system, which is which might be true because the algorithm has really ruined me. It's really fucking people over well, it's it's completely ruined media to where it everything's there's like this sameness on YouTube yeah, because that's what the algorithm wants. Yes, and, and so people are forced to make these like thumbnails that are a specific type of thing, and their videos have to be a certain type yeah. of length, and they have to have it's it's just it's completely dehumanized the yeah. content creation part process where when YouTube first started, it seemed like it was going to be more well, it has in the name more of what people actually yeah. want, not what is being crafted to be delivered to you. So when I watch an ep- a, a video about Alex Jones melting down on Joe Rogan about the vaccines, the next thing it should show me is something more funny instead of 10 videos about how uh, the vaccines are actually totally safe mm-hmm. and Joe and Alex Jones is a evil hate monger. I don't want to see that. I don't need to know Alex Jones got a divorce. He's just an entertainer. Yeah, I. That's like the celebrity gossip thing I was I talked about last yeah. week. Yeah, I don't need to know. That is a great issue, Tim. Thank you. I gotta agree with you. But uh, here's my final issue this week. Here's what I don't get: third party support sites. So you have a problem with a product, right? Let's say, for instance, just off the top of my head, a Behringer X32 mixing console. I might have brought one of these in before as having a big fucking problem. Uh huh. So I've got this Behringer X32 mixing console the band I work for uses, and I reconfigured the board to for a new setup to streamline everything, to make it easier. So if I'm ever not there, it's plug and play. Yeah. Very easy. Very straightforward. Anybody can, if you can read, you can set up my sound system, right? When I did this, we, I, we have... We had these vocal effects processes. One was reverb and one was delay. And I didn't use the, I used the reverb to mix the vocals and the instrumentation mm-hmm. and help these guys voice along a little bit. And I used the delay a little bit as an effect in some songs because it was yeah. very nice. One of them being shout. Guy comes out there and he goes, sure. he goes uh, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And you and add delay to that. It sounds fucking great. Yeah. Well, I reconfigured the board, and of course I had to rebuild the effects, and so I rebuilt the effects. And now there's an issue where if I have anything sent to the the delay, the delay overwhelms the entire system, peaks all of my outputs, and causes the board to vapor lock, where all of the inputs get gated and all of the outputs say they're at max output with all the meters peaked. And the only thing you can do is turn the board off and on again to fix it. 
if there's nothing sent to the gate to the to the delay, I have no problems. Hmm. So, with nothing left to, uh, I I now I know what the problem is. Yes. But what I want to know is why. Yeah. Why is this doing this? So, what is my first stop on the internet? Uh, forum. Behringer.com slash support. Okay. Which takes me to musictribe.com slash tribes slash Behringer slash X32, where I have to create an account where I subscribe to three things that I am interested in, give them way too much fucking information about myself, and then finally I'm able to make a forum post describing my problem, where after three days I'm sent an email saying, we have not heard anything further from you. If you do not update this request, it'll be considered closed. You know, so they can go, we solved your problem. Wow. And, And I replied back to that. Closed? Are you fucking kidding me? This is literally the first thing I've heard from you other than confirming my account. I can see nothing anywhere in my portal that shows me anyone has even looked at this issue. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you just trying to clear out your queue so you can pretend you did mm-hmm. something? Now let's... I'm talking to Music Tribe staff right now. Yeah. Not fucking Behringer, the people that made the goddamn console that's not working. They fucking offloaded this to some other site to where if their experts can't answer it, they throw it into a forum where a bunch of random people can ask you a bunch of dumb fucking questions that nobody actually knows the answer to. And it pisses me the fuck off. So then someone gets back to me with the solution to my problem. You know what their solution to my problem was? Turn it off, turn it back on. Factory reset the board reinstall the latest update, delete all my scenes and restart from scratch. I mean, that should fix that. Sh- yeah, that, that should fix it. Oh, that should fix it. <laughs> oh, but if I were to do that, it would, the amount of time it would take to do that. And if it doesn't work, it's just a, the answer to my question is we don't know. You're experiencing a bug we've never seen before, which the answer should be, Send plug a plug a flash drive into yep. your console. Use this combination of button commands to put it into an, an operator mode. Yep. Export these logs and yes. email them to us so that we can figure out what the uh-huh. fuck is happening. That should be the answer. Yeah, it should. But it's not. It's like uh, do jump through a bunch of hoops and if and, and hope it works. Uh, thank you for fuck all. That's in not, the way of assistance. Yeah, that's not the. That's not the. Uh, the fix for your problem. No. That's the fix for every problem. That's the fix. No, no, no. That's the fix for their problem, which is me being pissed well, at them for their too. shit not working. But also, like, saying factory reset, delete all your shit, yeah. and then start over again is the solution to every problem. Pretty much. And... It annoys me because then my my other option is outside of this music tribe, which is a third party official. My only other options are go to like Gear Sluts or uh, any of the Pro Sound yep. communities, Reddit. Mm-hmm. It's all people who don't work for Behringer, which is just guy other guys like me who are run into this problem, yeah. who work their way around it. But we still can't answer the question of 
why. I want to know why. I know what is happening. Uh-huh. I know how it's happening. I know where it's happening. I know when it's happening. I want to know why. Because if I know why, then I can avoid it in the future. Mm-hmm. But if I don't know why, and I just clear the board out to a factory state, rebuild everything from scratch. It'll just happen again. And it doesn't happen again. I still don't know why. Yeah. And if it does happen again, I still don't know why. And then I'm emailing you again, now twice as pissed off, uh-huh. for you to then send me through to the next level of of troubleshooting. Just send me to the next level of troubleshooting. I don't want to fucking deal with your bullshit. I don't want to deal with your scripted copy paste response. Yeah. I want customer service because I own a seven thousand, several thousand dollar console from you that's not fucking working the way it's supposed to. You need to get down on your knees and suck on my penis until you're able to fix my stuff. I didn't break it. You put the fucking effects in the rack. You put the routing options in the fucking board. It's all your shit. You make it work. I'm not. I get it if I was running some kind of waves plugin that I installed. I'm not. I'm running (laughs) the fucking stock sounds in the board specifically to avoid this type of shit. Did no one fucking try this? Did no one go like, "Hey, uh, should we try and like send some sounds through a vocal delay and a reverb at the same time?" I'm not running the reverb into the delay. Like I've gone through and made sure that all my routing is correct. Mm But even before even one channel goes into that delay, it's it will kill my system. Hmm. Kill it dead in the middle of the song. And there's no recovering. Once it starts, it cascades and it, you're dead. Dead in the water until you can kill the amps, kill the board, turn the board on, wait for it to boot, and then turn the amps back on. It's fucking infuriating. And it's it's so it's so intermittent. The other issue is that it's so intermittent that I can do five, six, seven songs, no problem. Hmm. Restart the board, two, three songs, huge issue. I can, I can let it. The board can sit. I can do sound check, let the board sit for two hours, do five, six songs, have an issue. Restart the board, do the rest of the set, sit on break, do another couple of songs, have the issue. Or I can go like song off, issue song off just over and over and over again there needs uh, we said it before there needs to be a i'm not a retard yeah. let's jump to step two yeah option for technical support. i'm a professional and you are my last i don't want to talk option. to you i have no interest in talking to any of you this is like what happened with um back in the days back when i was running lighting for this band an American DJ released no, yeah. my DMX 2.0, 2.0, which was a dog shit uh-huh. program. And the, they she had these, these guys who just crash all the time. They yeah. had, they had forum moderators. I was in their forum. They had forum moderators that one day just disappeared. They just vanished off the face of the planet. And there was me and two or three other guys that we started troubleshooting for people because we were using the, we, we were having a lot of issues because we were using the program to the maximum of its ability. And we weren't, we were, we were able to work backwards to like what you could do with it. So then other people would come in with problems and we would workshop their problems for them. And, but you're, you American DJ should have been paying a mod to do this. They should have been sending us some fucking checks Mm -hmm. 
You're just talking to a random guy in Tulsa who happens to use this software more than the other guys yeah. on this forum that don't post. You, you, what you should be getting is an American DJ employee looking at your show file because real lighting companies, right? If I have an issue with an EOS console by ETC, they have me send them the console logs. They have me send them the show file. And they run it in their virtual system and they figure out what's going wrong. And then they come back and they tell me a fix or they say, we figured out what this is. It's going to be a patch in the next update. And I've only had to do that once. And it was, it was a weird thing that only my system did uh -huh. and they patched it out in the next update Cool, and we were good. Great guys. And it wasn't too, it, it took a while. Yeah. It wasn't fast. And I said, I have a workaround for this now, but I'd really like to know why this is happening. And they and direct to the console manufacturer. And they said, yeah, no problem. Plug your uh, flash drive into this. Go into this menu. Here's this password. Yeah. Export these files out of this file folder into the into your flash drive. And then just attach them to an email and email them to us along with your, like, last three you show files and this and this and so yeah and you know that that was a dude doing that yeah that was a no that was a guy whose name i don't remember now yeah uh anyway yeah that i was that we're emailing back and forth on this yep. issue but fucking baron big ass behringer i mean they don't they equivalent to size but they were able to buy midas you know i mean behringer is a big company yeah uh and you know they they don't have the wherewithal to uh, differentiate between someone who just bought a Behringer Euphoria, yeah, uh, and you running an X thirty two board, their flagship console right now. Those are the same. Pe the people having a problem with their one input audio USB audio device are the same people having the problem with the X thirty two. You're in the same pool. Yeah. Now, what I could have done was gone to the, join their forums as so I had to join it as an end user, not as a industry professional, because the amount of data information I had to give them to be qualified uh, as an yeah, industry professional yeah. was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. It's like I fuck you, dude. They wanted like my, my website and my email. They wanted way too much info to be able to. And then it was going to, it was going to process forever. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, I need answers to this question. Now I have shows in days, not in weeks, which is, you know, a reason why this industry professional portal taking so fucking long is equally retarded. It's just, it's infuriating when you have a problem and you Google it, and the first solution is a Reddit post or yeah. a Mustang forums post, and not Ford or or an Apple forum or whatever. It's always some guy. When, when you have a Windows problem, and you get to the Windows forum, right, and the the person has the question, they're describing the same problem you're having, and then there's the official Windows forum answer, which is some like. Jay Charajnagar, mm -hmm. uh, Indian guy, tells them to uninstall and reinstall Windows. And then it's just like Mike, who gives a shit, green lit as best, yeah, yeah. Uh, selected by the, the person asking as the correct answer, lit up in green. And he's like, here's what you do. Here's the actual solution yep. to your problem. I don't work for Microsoft. I'm just a guy. The guy that works for Microsoft who's above me in this thread is a fucking retard. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, why I just installed a new M2 drive? Uh, why isn't it showing up? Yeah, 
Why can I? Why can I not plug? Why can I put my M2 drive in a 2.5 SATA sled and it'll show up? It'll show up as a drive in my computer, but I can't put an M.2 drive in an external USB sled and have it show up in the computer. Yeah. What's the deal with that? Uh, this is this is Jay with Windows. Just like to tell you to fuck yourself. Yeah, right in the ass. We don't care about you. Stop trying to do things with your computer you're not supposed to do. Okay. Yep. Learn to code. If you want to do things like that, you need to start Linux. Right? <laughs> and then down in green, uh, Mike sixty nine says there's an error with the protocol. The USB drivers it doesn't like th- those devices. What you should do is put your M two in a two point and two and a half inch SATA, and then use a sled for that to plug into USB. It'll work fine. Thanks, Mike W. You <laughs> fucking nailed it. Jay, that worthless sack of shit answered nothing. Jay, you should kill yourself. I assume you're a pedophile. Send. You've been banned from the Windows forums. Yep. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. I. The as As an end user to a product, they should want to help you. Right? They, they already got your money. That that is that is the issue is they they only see as far as how much money they got. Yeah. Whereas the, the companies that have been good to me over the years, they've gotten my repeat business. Yes. Like one of my uh, I had this five eleven tactical flashlight, right? And it the belt clip broke off. And so I emailed five eleven tactical and I was like, Hey, uh, I have this flashlight, the belt clip broke off. I can't find the belt clip anywhere online to buy it. Is there a way I can buy direct from you? I just want that little, you know, the metal piece, put it back on. And they said, send us your address. We'll send you a new belt clip. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. I, yeah. You know, I was going to, I'd pay 10 bucks for a new belt clip, whatever. So a couple weeks later, a package arrives from 511 Tactical. And not only does it have the belt clip that goes on the flashlight, but it has the fucking $40 belt clip that you attach to your belt permanently that the the flashlight clips in and out of. So I don't even need this shitty little belt clip anymore. And I was like, what a, what a great fucking company. Yeah. And I've bought more stuff from them and I continue to buy stuff from them and tell people that they make good products because, because some intern answered this email rather, rather than go, no, you, you want a new belt clip? Buy a new fucking flashlight loser. They said, yeah, give us your address and we'll take care of you. It's not, it wasn't that hard. Customer for life. Yeah, that's how it's customer service is usually how you do that. The re- the reason people a lot of, a lot of people stick with Amazon, yeah. despite all their bullshit, is because when you have a problem, they go, "Here's your money back," or "Here's a twenty dollars gift card," or yep. whatever. You just keep the fucking what, thing. Yep. Here's your money back. Well, sometimes here's a free month of Prime. Yeah, sometimes it's, hey, I bought four books from you, all quote new from you. Mm-hmm. They don't look new. There's a problem with them. And I typed it in. They're like, yeah, you're going to need to return those. Yeah. And you mm. pay for shipping. Yeah. Like, mm. That's all right. I got some used books. Mm. I just push them. If you push them hard enough, they'll give you your money back. Mm, I that's tried. A, that's how I got my rhinestone for free. I It was late. I got angry. I told them it was late. They said, wait three more days. I said, I already waited three days to click the refund button once. Give me my fucking money back. You've lost my package. And then three or four days later, Rhinestone showed up, but also the money was in my account. So this, I got free Rhinestone. Nice. Yeah. It averages out, though, because you know, I've got three other copies up there. 
but yeah, good good first party customer service mm-hmm. makes makes or break a company. Yep. Behringer's not going to stay in business if they really keep releasing shitty products that when people have problems with them, they pawn them off on other people who then just the audacity to just go. We didn't hear anything else from you. What, what do you mean you didn't hear anything else from me? I didn't hear anything from you. I went into a forum thing, went into a text box, described my problem in detail, described what I figured out it was and the solution, and asked for an answer on to what was going on and why, if there was anything I could do to, so that I could use my vocal delay again, uh-huh. and then submitted that to you. And then got didn't even get an email, we got your post. Nothing. I just get an email from you telling me to go fuck myself, more or less. No, sir. You go fuck yourself, and you take your take your boards and shove them right up your pooper. Every one of you, pooper boards all around. It's all I cocksucking now. Well, that's my issue, Tim. Third third party customers, third party customer service or support sites. Yeah, hey. however I phrased it at the yeah. beginning. Uh, and that's it for this week's episode. Here's what I get. So until next time, I'm Tab Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. See you next week. See ya. If you want to call in the Here's Got Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on Discord under the voicemail upload channel and upload your voicemails there. But only if you use the uh, effect to delete all the silences so you sound like you're doing math. (laughs) It's the only way we'll accept them anymore. Saves us a lot of time. Speaking of that, here's one from Jay that I hope uh, that that got turned off because it was a member was on the last it was, time. Yeah, he yeah. didn't catch it, and you, I thought it sounded weird, but you pointed it out. Gentlemen, it's Jay. Last Saturday, I got a large envelope, and in that envelope was a diploma which had the correct year, concentration, and spelling of my name. So it turns out, if you are a relentless, insufferable pain in the ass, you can get what you want over a year later. Also, Yelp helpfully decided that my review of said institution has to be filtered under not recommended. We have to protect the public from making the wrong decisions, like in so many other things. What? That was it. Stay furious. It's like those- the whole point of reviews. Yeah, those those non-alcoholic whiskeys. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, all the, both websites, like it's four and a half stars, it's 4.7 stars. And then you submit a review, and it's like, these reviews have to be approved by the site owner. It's like, well, then, of course, it's going to be a 4.7, because they'll allow fours in to look, okay. They'll allow a couple of threes in. I'll let you sneak through if if the write-up is nice enough. Yes. Five-star, they're just like, yes, yes, yes. But a one-star, absolutely not. Should have written them a five-star. Should have done the here's the WATP thing and written them a five-star Review, but shit all over them yeah. in the comments. Wow, there's a bunch here from the voicemail hotline. Any of them from you? From me? Yeah. No. Hey, guys. <laughs> Fuck. Still buying home here, but back at work because I'm a fucking man. Um, hope my no. phone doesn't cut out this time because I have a new one. Uh, fucking, here's what I'll get. Why does she fight? Nope. <laughs> Phone's still broken. <laughs> Not any other GM brand. It's only Chevy's, and it's specifically Silverados. 
or angles, no matter what fucking vehicle you're in, but they fuck your eyeballs. I don't like it. Fucking bullshit. If you drive a Silverado and have aftermarket lights, but you adjusted them properly, thank you. If you were uh, straight a Silverado and you fucking straight pipe that shit and you're like, what are they for? I Silverado and want to race, huh? Like, fuck you. Fuck you forever. Fucking adjust your lights like a fucking adult. Thanks for this, guys. The, uh, the sil- the, I've noticed recently Cadillacs, the GM brands, Cadillacs, Silverados, mm-hmm. the front of the hood is getting like absurdly high. Yeah. And the, the headlights are staying very small, uh-huh. but they're being put at the top of the hood so that in a car like mine, that's very close to the ground, the headlights are above my head if wow. I'm sitting in traffic. So even angled down, they're right in my mm-hmm. fucking face. And I was looking at one of them the other day, sitting at a light. It was the daytime, so the lights weren't on. But I was looking at the car. It was in, it was oncoming, and I'm sitting at the light. And I thought, why don't they put the lights like at the bottom against the bumper, yeah. so that they they shine out, they like illuminate all this ground that's right there in front of the vehicle, and then they could they could be out more, but you know, it wouldn't be shining in my eyes. And I realized it's because it would make the car look stupid. Mm. And that's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fucking infuriating. These, these lights can't have the car look stupid. Yeah. That's the 95% of them. Like I remember my old Ford. I was, I was talking at the Mustang show. There was a guy uh, who was behind or he was, we were parked um, back bumper to back bumper because uh-huh. we were in two different yeah. rows, yeah. but he had an 85 uh, F-150 Lariat. And we were looking at it. Everybody who came around was like, wow, this truck is so small. And it was because in 1985, trucks weren't these big, mm-hmm. obese things. This truck he had was about the size of a Ranger now. Yeah. And the F-150s are, and we knew because there was a 2000, there was a fucking 2000, 2008, sorry, 2019 Ford F-150 won the truck category. It's a brand new truck. <laughs> it's a brand new fucking truck. How could he possibly have anything wrong with it? Yeah. Meanwhile, this man, my man's here with his 1985 beautifully restored truck that he did himself. Third place in trucks. Fuck you. And then like a nineteen nine. What's what's the your grand? What was your grandfather's truck? It was a two thousand, I think. Yeah, something something in that style of F one fifty size, late very ninety nine, two thousand one, yeah. two thousand two, somewhere in there. There's one of those that was second, and then his eighty five won third. And I was like, that's fucking horseshit. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the two thousand nineteen over there, the grill, the top of the hood, because they had the hood open, so the opening of the hood was just below my like bus line. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, how can you, you can't you need a step stool, you need to, get a step in, stool yeah. to look into the engine bay. <laughs> if you want to do anything, it's, it's ridiculous. And then the, of course the tailgate of the bed is at waist level. Yeah. Whereas the tailgate of this guy's 85 is, was, you know, just above my knee. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to lift whatever bags of mulch into here. I'd much rather lift them to knee level than yep. fucking have to get them all the way up to waist level to get them in there. Yeah, that's a... Uh, Cars are getting... And I even I even said my car, when I'm, I'm sitting next big. to this 69 Mach 1, and it's just, it's so small. And I, and I know it's a heavier car, but it is just, it's thin and lean. And my car looks fat and bloated next to it. And the, S, the S190, the... Uh, 
S550s look even more big and bloated, and the Camaros, the Camaros look very bloated now. Now that I'm looking at the Challengers, mm. all the cars today, they're getting too big and too boxy. We need to go back. Someone's going to release a car that has very like slim and sleek lines. Maybe it'll be the next Mustang, and it'll be... It'll be a revelation. We'll move away from this. It, I think it started in the 2000s. Of it did. Bigger, yeah, boxier big cars. boxy cars. Yeah. It's carried through, and it's just not. It's not. I wonder a, if it's like a safety thing. I think it's a lot of it's safety, yeah. yeah. Because they they can put all the crumple, crumple zones. zones. Yeah. yeah. More, like... The amount of door that I show, I have more door than a the 69 <laughs> yeah. comparatively. I have like I have three or four inches of more door and more window. It's just I I it's like they don't they don't make them any, the same way anymore. I, small sleek cars. Like the the Honda S5000 or whatever the fuck it's called. Hey, I'm like Oh, by the way, this is drunk guy. Um Birds and Todd impressions. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh yeah, Todd impressions galore. Yeah. Um, the guy who come came in like thirty minutes before close. <laughs> um, I don't remember who's who. Um, I'm gonna blame Dead Home because fuck Dead Home. Uh, said something. We get paid. For the people who come in, no, 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 no. We get paid by the hour. And if you happen to come in, we might get an extra 2 $3, but fuck that. Nobody gives a fuck about that. We all want to close and get out of there because it sucks. So, yeah, we're out of bacon. So, yeah, we're out of your... Fancy flaming y'all. Fuck off. Um, the, who, there's no owner. There's no one who makes a direct profit per sale at the store after 5 p.m. Guaranteed. It's all only hourly and or tips. So, fuck you. And... It's been, I think I'm still like eight episodes behind, but uh, yeah, you should still invest in a nylon rope, um, maybe a decent belt. Um, they got them at Target uh, probably for about $30. That's way overpriced at Target. Or maybe you should just go to an auto zone and get some tie wire and just wrap it around your neck about 40 times. Um, kill yourself if you're complaining about the hourly workers deciding they're out of shit because they're sick and tired of getting butt fucked. Especially now, now everyone is in the entire fucking, at least America, we're short staffed. Everywhere. Fucking everywhere. We have a $300 hiring bonus after one month at my location. And we start at 14. It was just shit. But it's not complete not shit. <laughs> yes, uh, Biden's welfare will, will still suck you off and give you an additional 
Does he finish it in this one? I'm doubting it. Nope, just two seconds of silence. Boy, <clears throat> real lightning rod, Sage. Yep. Yep. Here's what I don't get. Walmart's online grocery pickup and how they can't get your shit together. When they first started doing it, they had two apps. One for regular Walmart.com and one for the grocery pickup. Then they put it into one app. But it was divided into two parts that were completely separate from each other because they couldn't touch because they might get cooties or something. Well, it finally got it to the point where it's all in one app and it's all combined and everything, so yay, cool. So I put in stuff in my cart for my order, and then I go look at my cart, and it immediately crashes every time I load my cart. Well, son of a bitch. So I go to the computer, and I finish out my order, and I check out. Okay, fine. Then I'm like, oh, shit. I was going to add a jug of tea to this. So I add a jug of tea. And then I go to bed because you have to wait like 12 hours to pick up your shit. Next day when I go to pick it up, adding that jug of tea doubled every other item's order. <laughs> what the ever-loving fuck? Get your shit together, Walmart. Well, hopefully it's all not like not stuff that goes bad. Yeah. The, you know. <laughs> I now have double the chicken, yeah, the raw chicken that I wanted. That's that you can freeze. I mean, like milk, like things that you can't really fight from expiring. I guess you can freeze milk. Because uh, for the most part, you know, dry goods, yeah, sure. stuff that you can It's like, ah, well, I, will, I won't I now have to go grocery shopping for four weeks instead two of two. 75-inch 4K TVs. Uh, <laughs> I don't care for the Walmart pickup. It never seems to... It, it's... My dad does it, but... One, they can't bag your items to fucking save yeah. their lives. And two, they will... It's like, like a two-to-one ratio. Yeah, and we... So I bought I bought through Walmart Pickup one day uh, last... Right after I got the Mustang, I bought uh-huh. one of those inverters that you plug into the cigarette lighter yeah. in it. And I bought one to be able to run a heating blanket in the back seat because we were going to go do this drive-through Christmas light tour yeah, thing. Yeah. Do it in the car. Take awesome the, top down, top down heated blanket. Put my sisters in the back with a heated yeah. blanket, and my mom and I in the front seat with jackets and the heater blasting. Sounds it's fine. Be pretty comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I ordered it, and I went to go pick it up, and they're like, "Oh, uh, the big robot is down that delivers you your stuff, so we can't do online order pickups." I'm like, "What the fuck do you mean you can't do online order pickups?" Like, go get it. This is my only <laughs> time that I can get. It. And they're like, "No, it's inside one of the lockers. The lockers won't open." They didn't even look at my order number, by the way. Huh. And then a couple days later, I came back, like, right as I'm trying to get out of town, and I'm like, and I say, yeah, I'm here to pick this up. I show my order confirmation on my phone, and the lady goes, oh, that's not in one of the lockers. That's back here, and goes back in the back and fucking grabs it, and I like, you motherfucker. You wasted so much of my time. There was You could have just gotten it back there the fucking first day I was here, and I thought, I'm never doing this shit again. I'll just fucking come shop. And, and and they withhold stuff. They'll put stuff on the online, oh, yeah, yeah. and they won't put it out. PetSmart did this shit to me, too, with the special cat food I had Reacher on. Couldn't get it anywhere in store, but when I fucking look online, they say they've got lots of cans of yep. it. Turns out they have all the cans in the back, and they only do them for online order when you have a, when you have a pr- approved prescription. Like, yeah. fuck you. I don't need the food tomorrow. I need it today. Here's what I don't get. And this is something you guys probably won't relate to, but a lot of listeners will. 
people, especially those having vaginas, moving your shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I have a place in my house where I put a bunch of parts for vehicles like to work on. Yeah. And then I get around to them, I get around to them. Well, someone who lives in my house who has a vagina feels the need to tidy this up a little bit. Uh-huh. Every fucking time. Yeah. So I go to work on something and Where's my shit? where the hell are the parts? Yeah. So then I spend two hours looking for the parts. And by the time I find the parts, it's now dark outside, so I can't do anything with the parts. And then she's like, Hey, Angie, have you worked on my car yet? No, baby, I didn't work on your car because you hid the parts. <laughs> yeah. Every woman in my fucking entire life has done this to to the point of just immense frustration. <laughs> I've just started yelling at them. Don't fucking touch my stuff. My sister, she tidies the the coffee table by taking as many of the items as she can stacking them on the corner of the coffee table and then just grouping them together so she had three empty cans of dr pepper stored on the corner of the table for some reason she's supposed to be cleaning Uh and in my mind when you clean something you take the empty dr pepper cans you put them in the trash trash can Uh but in her mind Putting them in a little group, that's totally fine. My stepmom used to do this. She'd, if I had my, you know, come home, put my stuff on my hat, take my hat off, I'd put my stuff in my pockets in the hat. Yep. That was my concession of not spreading out. And then I would get up in the morning and all my hat would be gone. My keys are on top of my wallet. Yeah. Because they they rarely leave each other. Yeah. My keys don't know don't need to go with everyone else's keys, who's I don't use everyone else's well, I keys. I use my keys. I use my keys in my wallet, which is why they're together. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd be like, are you ready to go? Like, no, I can't find any of my stuff. I, oh, I put it on top of the refrigerator. Why? There's nobody coming over. And if yeah. there was someone coming over, I would take this stuff and put it back in my pockets yeah. where it lives. It's on vacation. It takes a vacation to the head every now and again. And then it comes out and it goes back in the pockets. My contact solution is next to my contact case on the sink bathroom sink counter yeah. and not on the shelf behind me because I use it every fucking day. Let me put your scissors that have, you know, blades that you don't want rusted uh-huh. into the cup where the toothbrushes go, good. where they're usually damp when they go in there. These two things aren't related. Toothbrushes and scissors, not related. Beard brush and scissors, those are related. You can put those next to each other, stack them. Ugh. And she doesn't even sort them in any logical manner. Like, she'll have the hand soap, the furthest thing away from the sink, all lined up. The other night I came home and she had fucking stacked everything in the in the bathroom. And I took every individual thing and laid it out on the bathroom counter so it was just completely spread out. Like mm-hmm. a little woodstock of fucking bathroom <laughs> counter shit. They like, stop pushing everything into the corner. Fucking annoying. I, my ex-girlfriend, I yelled at her about it, too. I, we talked about all of this on an episode. Maybe it was on a mini-sode. Maybe. It was like women cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> women organizing. They can't do it. They just, they're like, all this stuff goes together. All this stuff is yours, therefore it's trash. Trash, yeah. You're lucky that they don't just come in with a with a bin and just, like, sweep all it. Oh, what is what is all this audio? You know, you guys don't need this shit. trash garbage out of here. That's the episode. That's our voicemails. Call and leave us a voicemail, 704-750-9434. Tell us what you don't get. Tell us where you're going to be for Halloween. Got Halloween coming up. That's right. Yeah. Halloween already fucking up. Christmas shit in Walmart. Yeah, I saw it. Ugh. 
I I walked. We were walking around. It was where grills used to be. Now it's all Christmas stuff already. Yeah. This was this was early last week. So we're talking yes. about yeah. we're talking about like the thirteenth of uh-huh. September. Yeah, they're already got the fucking Christmas shit out. Yep. And I was like, son of a bitch, you got to be fucking kidding me! You're gonna fucking September. We already got goddamn Christmas shit out here. Halloween hasn't even fucking started. Fuck each and every one of you, and fuck you people shopping this. And people were giving me the the. The like very upset with yeah. me for cursing in a Walmart eye, but you want to fucking say something to me? Come fucking say it. I want one of you fucking Christmas defenders to say to put me in a self defense situation. You're just like pedophiles. You should kill yourself. Paypig.org. Find the pedos. Tell them to kill themselves. It's a lot of fun. It's it's hilarious because they can't handle it. They cannot handle someone just telling them to kill themselves. The way you'd be like, Tim, I need you to pick up milk on the way home. Hey, yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. Let no me problem. just put that down. I'll do that on Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, see, you, see you guys.